Good morning, and thank you for tuning in to Luana's Urban Voices. So, it's really early this morning, and I'm on my way to work, and I'm watching the news, and they're saying, breaking news, breaking news. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going on in Austin, Texas today? Well, the breaking news was, President Trump and Melania have COVID-19. And I was like, what? Yay! Now, I know that's not the correct response because COVID is definitely not anything to play with. But Trump has been on this, it's not that bad, it's no big deal. Um, We only lost 200,000 people. He's been going on and on about downplaying how serious COVID is and how easily it is to spread. Oh, I I don't need a mask. Um, we're overreacting with the mask. Had Trump been wearing a mask, he might not have caught the virus. Wow, President Trump. Now those words from Dr. Fauci are now coming back to haunt your stupid, ignorant, redneck ass. Because he told you, you this is not over. There isn't a vaccine that's going to be available in a couple of weeks. You need to take this serious and make sure that we stop this pandemic before millions of other people in our country are killed. So... President Trump and Melania have it. They're going to quarantine for two weeks. We know that Melania appears to be very healthy, but um, President Trump does have some underlying health issues, and people with underlying health issues are the ones that are really, truly affected very badly by COVID. Um, If you have high blood pressure, if you have diabetes, if you are overweight, those are some of the determining factors if you have a pre-existing heart condition um these are some of the factors that factor in with COVID so once you catch COVID if you have any of those other um health issues COVID becomes really deadly for you I don't know if if you guys remember but Herman Cain a diehard Trump supporter went to the Oklahoma rally to support Trump came home with the virus and died 14 days later um literally herman cain died 14 days after supporting president trump at a rally he did not wear a mask because president trump did not want his guests or people in the audience to wear a mask because guess what wearing a mask is promoting mass hysteria for no reason now, Dr. Fauci was on Good Morning America saying, we're about to get the second round of this COVID because now we're going into flu season. Donald Trump, nope, Dr. Fauci is no longer on my staff. He even said, he's, and during the debate, Donald Trump said, Dr. Fauci even said this, 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 and this. And Dr. Fauci was on Good Morning America saying, mm, I didn't really say that. So, um, he said, Dr. Fauci said, I didn't say what President Trump said. I said, we need to wear a mask. 
We need to be protected and we need to delay some of these openings because I know our economy is hurting. I know our people are hurting, but we have got to nip this in the bud because if we don't, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. So I was like, wow, that's very interesting. Now I know it's wrong for me to be glad that President Trump has the virus. So I, I, you know, I have to ask for forgiveness later. But I think with him getting the virus, if he gets really sick and goes through what people who have the virus are going through, then I think he is going to realize just how deadly this virus is. And then I think his approach to the virus might be different if he gets really sick. But if he doesn't get really sick, his approach is going to be, see, I had the virus and I beat it. It's not that big a deal. So I'm hoping that he gets really sick so that he'll take this seriously. Not get really sick so he will die, but just get sick enough to take this seriously because he needs to know that this is real. This is very real. So I'm hoping that, like I said, this goes and make Trump wake up. Now, the other thing Trump did during the debate was he told the Proud Boys, stand down and stand by, which means a war is coming and I want you guys to be ready. Since the debate, the membership to the Proud Boy organization increased 200%. 200% in a matter of days because President Trump told them to stand down and stand by. These racist white people are ready to go to war with minorities. These racist white people feel like they're entitled to this country that was already inhabited with Indians or Native Americans, they feel like they own this country and that minorities need to bend down and bend over. And let me tell you, I work in a part of Austin where those white people feel so entitled. They, they just are over the top entitled. And um, it's frustrating. Because there is no unity in our country. And I always thought, um, I would say within the next 15, 20 years, our country is going to be completely biracial. I don't think there is going to be a pure race anymore. So many people are looking beyond color to find love and making so many biracial babies that I think, I truly believe, in about 15, 20 years, there's going to be a lot of biracial, I think biracial babies will, or biracial people will become the majority because we don't want the social norms, you know, black people 
white people, Hispanic people, Asian people, everybody now is blending their races and making a new biracial group of people that have a right to celebrate both sides of their um, of their culture. If you're Korean and black, celebrate celebrate being Korean and black. There's no such thing anymore as if you have one drop of blood in you, you're completely black. That's going to go away. So what I would like to see is these proud boys just stand down. There's no need to stand by. There's no need to um, incite unnecessary racial tension and violence against our country. Our country is diverse. Our country's always been diverse. People from Poland, Russia, Czech, um, China, Japan, the Philippines, people from all over the world, Egypt, South Africa, West Africa, come to our country to, to be in a position to live a great life. Brazil, um, Honduras, Mexico. The only problem is you need to come over legally. That's it. That way you can we can keep our jobs paying a fair way a fair rate uh, wage. We can keep our economy booming because when you have people that come over illegally and work for pennies on the dollar they hurt our economy because they are not paying taxes they are not working here legally so they're not paying taxes and they're not contributing to our society other than you know buying things with cash because they are illegal and don't have other means of being able to do business. I have no problem with people coming to our country to live the American dream. I really think that's a great idea. Just come over legally so that way you can make a truly fair wage. And I understand that some people come over here and whatever they're paid to be here is more than they would have gotten in their own country. So they're okay with getting paid pennies on the dollar, but you shouldn't be. If you, if illegal aliens understood that if you were legal, you would make even more money. Yes, you'd have to pay taxes, but then you would get your opportunity for your tax refund. You get opportunities for all the benefits that are given to legal American citizens or legal people over here with the work visa. So I think that um, the Proud Boys are looking for a reason to go out and incite racial violence. They go to these marches, Black Lives Matter, and do this. They start looting, trying to encourage black people to loot so they can turn around and beat them up or shoot them. But they start and incite this mess. Black people aren't out there just looting to be looting. We're not doing that. We are really trying to make a statement with our 
protest and march. I just don't think marching and protesting is working. So that's just my opinion. Yesterday, someone sent me a video of this black girl talking about, oh my gosh, stop saying black lives matter, all lives matter, and this is ridiculous, and everything isn't racist, and this and that, and she was going on and on and on. And I thought to myself, you're sad because the first time you get pulled over and beat by the police and you yell black lives matter or my life matter, you're going to want somebody to get in and be an advocate for you. And they're going to say, wait a minute, didn't you say this wasn't really happening? Didn't you say we were just playing the victim? Her, her rant was really bad and I started to respond to the video but I didn't because someone had sent it to me and I really didn't know how to get a response to her because someone in her life has failed her as far as letting her know what black lives matter means now I do believe the people who are organized organizing black matters black lives matters aren't responsive and really aren't trying to do anything positive with that organization. I'm sure you heard that the former president or vice president of Black Lives Matter in Atlanta embezzled $200,000 of donations. $200,000 of donations that could have been used to further the Black Lives Matter agenda, he spent it on cars, jewelry, um, fancy clothes, and that is why no one believes in the Rainbow Coalition, because that was just Jesse Jackson's way of making money. He didn't do anything with the Rainbow Coalition. All he did was tuck donations from these major companies threatened that we would protest these companies if they didn't donate to the Rainbow Coalition, but he never really took that organization and did anything truly super, super positive for our community. Um, I know that there's got to be better a better way for us to get involved, but I also know with the Proud Boys increasing their membership 200% in a matter of days, that we need to be just as prepared as they are. That much I do know. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. I have my license to carry concealed. You guys need to get strapped as well. And I hate to say that and I hate to think that that this is what we have become and this is what we are, are becoming, but that's just the reality of the situation. If they're going to be carrying their AKs and their rifles and their handguns and they're going to be out targeting black people when President Trump gives them the word, we have to be prepared. We have to defend ourselves by any means necessary. We cannot turn the other cheek. 
We can't continue this marching and protesting. We've got to be prepared to fight violence with violence. Had any one of those protesters in Kenosha had a gun when that young white boy shot at them, that young white man would be dead. Okay? Because someone in the crowd would have shot back at him and he would have been dead. Instead of hiding out in his state of Illinois and refusing to be extradited to Wisconsin to stand trial for an incident that he said, his words, this incident was self-defense. If it was self-defense, then why are you refusing to go back and stand trial? And at 17, why the heck did you leave the state of Illinois to go to Wisconsin and protest anyway? You could stay in your own state to protest. Why would you go to another state? That is what the Proud Boys, the white supremacists are doing. They're going to other states outside of where they live to go out and incite violence and rage. So that way they can feel like they have permission to do so because President Trump told them, stand down and stand by. And that's the saddest thing he could have said. And now that he has the coronavirus, all I can do is say, woohoo, which I know is wrong. Trust and believe I will be asking for forgiveness at a later date. But today I am going to celebrate this small victory. And it's a small victory in my mind. Might not be in yours. But I'm going to celebrate this small victory. Because President Trump, I just want him to feel the full effect of COVID and what COVID does to people. It would be nice if he could get into a coma just for three weeks and come out of that coma barely able to breathe just so he'll know this is some serious mess and up to the election i'm letting you guys know the virus we got to do something better we got to be better about fighting the virus um so i know that sounds bad but i think that will make president trump Hopefully, that will make President Trump be smart going forward. Maybe this virus will change his demeanor, change something about him, so that way he can finally, in the last weeks of his, um, in the last weeks of his administration, do the right thing for once. And maybe, you know, this is what he needed in order to see the light. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to my few minutes a day of my ranting and raving and venting. Um, I do want to touch on one last story before I say goodbye and just give you some food for thought. And please, please, if you have feedback, excuse me, if you have feedback and you have comments, please don't hesitate to call me. 
um, share your comments and um, opinions with me. I love getting feedback and getting a different perspective. It's really helpful. So the last story I want to address today is there was a 36-year-old man found hiding in a 15-year-old girl's closet in Florida. He drove from, um, I want to say Louisiana to Florida to have sex with a 15-year-old and had been living in her closet off and on since August of this year. Her parents finally heard a noise in her room and they found this 36-year-old man in their 15-year-old daughter's closet. This 36-year-old man had been having sex with their 15-year-old daughter and now he's in jail on $25,000 bond. And I thought to myself, why is that man still alive? Why isn't that man beaten within an inch of his life? Her parents called the police and had him arrested. But there is a 36-year-old man in my 15-year-old daughter's closet. He's not leaving my house alive. And if he does leave my house alive, he is going to be within an inch of his life for real. There's no way that I will let a 36-year-old a man who had been living in my house un unbeknownst to me since August having sex with my 15-year-old daughter, oh yeah, he would be deader than the doornail. My daughter, of course, I would be on her butt and she would be getting some type of counseling for her to think that this was okay, but this 36-year-old man, he wouldn't have walked out of my house alive and he definitely wouldn't be in jail on a $25,000 bond. Uh, no. He would be gone. And a part of me is thinking not only would I have killed him while my daughter was at school or away with her friends, I would have gotten rid of the body and nobody would have missed him. They, they would just think he, you know, did his own thing or whatever. I would have gotten rid of his body and made sure that he does not have this opportunity to do to anyone else's child what he did to my child there would be no more rape involved you're 36 years old having sex with a 15 year old and you're still alive you are one lucky man because i'm telling you if the tables were turned and i was able to have if, if i would was to find you in my daughter's closet you'd be dead dead and buried somewhere and never doing this to any to anyone else's child so anyway guys thank you so much for tuning in to Luana's urban voices you guys have a wonderful day and um i will be back tomorrow bye